welcome to Agape Love. This is the third episode and we're kind of just going to be tackling this idea of codependency, of codependent relationships, and just digging deep into what they are and looking at them from a biblical lens, you know, seeing what seeing what God has to say you know about this topic and getting really to the the root of it right so yeah it should be really healing as well I think there are a lot of people just dealing with codependency whether they are you know usually because they are the codependent person in the relationship whatever that relationship may be because codependent relationships can really exist between anyone you know it can be between a child and a parent so it can be between you and your mother or your father it can be between a spouse and a spouse it can be between you know two friends it can be between a co-worker and a boss you know like codependent relationships can exist in any kind of relationship And I found some definitions online and I took this really straight out of a article on Very Well Mind, which is a great source. Yeah, let's just get into that. So codependency refers to a mental, emotional, physical and or spiritual reliance on a partner, friend or family member. Codependency can come in all shapes and sizes and varying levels of severity foundationally it is due to poor concept of self and poor boundaries including an inability to have an opinion or say no so this is really important and this is this is usually how um codependent relationships look you know there's one person who is kind of making you responsible for their needs you know you have to do everything that they want as they want it. There's a very unhealthy reliance. They can be very abusive um, as they usually are. They are very emotionally destructive and they do vary in levels. So they're not always going to look the same, but there's always that kind of thing, you know, being not being able to set boundaries. You know, we we have certain boundaries that should not be crossed we are not created to pour ourselves out to a certain degree you know and and we are not we are not designed right to sacrifice ourselves for someone else and just some other definitions uh codependency is a circular relationship right in which one person needs the other person who in turn needs to be needed the codependent person known as the giver feels worthless until they are needed by and making sacrifices for the enabler otherwise known as the taker While everyone has loved ones and feels responsible for those loved ones, it can be unhealthy when someone's identity is contingent upon someone else. So this is what makes this kind of relationship so unhealthy. 
It's that your self, you know, your identity, right? Your sense of self, right? Your self-worth, your value is all tied up in this person. It's tied up in, in meeting their needs, you know? And you can go throughout your life thinking that, this is who you're supposed to be. You're supposed to meet people's needs. And that's kind of the belief. You know, it's it's just needing to be needed. Your identity is tied up in really pouring yourself out. It's not healthy. It's an unhealthy pouring. It's not a you're not pouring out of fullness. You're 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 pouring you're pouring yourself out so that you can get something back in return. But it's never enough, right? If you have been a codependent person in a relationship that was abusive, it's never enough. You know, you can pour and pour yourself out, you can meet all of your parents', you know, demands and it's still not enough. You know, you still don't receive that love that you're looking for, right? Because you're looking for love. You know, you want to be affirmed that you are valuable, that you are loved, that you are worthy. But these are things that you are deprived of, really, in these kind of relationships. Just a couple other definitions Codependent relationships are thus constructed around an inequality of power that promotes the needs of the taker, leaving the giver to keep on giving, often at the sacrifice of themselves, right? In a sense, the inherent problem of codependency is that the individual loses their true sense of self since they're pouring so much into someone else. Even if the giver doesn't feel this way immediately, they likely enjoy giving their love and being relied upon. It can develop to a very unhealthy degree as the relationship progresses. So that's what I found on this article on Very Well Mind. Those are direct quotes and I will link it. Um, but I also came across a video on codependency and some of the signs of, of codependency hiding your real emotions from others unable to say no or to express preferences covering up someone's dysfunctional behavior emotions and self-worth are dependent upon the approval from someone else and waiting for others to change without taking any action for example setting boundaries bringing things up leaving relationship so what we're gonna look at and what I am gonna just dive in and, and kind of explain in this time is that codependent relationships really are ungodly yokes. And in the Bible, a yoke is anything, it is it is something that you are in, you know, and, and it, it has a lot to do with idols as well. It is something that you're in, you know. If you know what a yoke is, it's this thing that goes on the neck of a of a cow. And there's two cows in this yoke. And that's what it is. That's what, what the Bible is talking about with a yoke. You're chained to something. And a lot of times, what you're chained to is, is an idol. It's an idol that is in your life. So... Idols are, and I have explained this in a recent episode, but idols are anything that you put above God. 
And anything that you are putting above God, anything that you are loving more than God, anything that you are looking for, for your main source of, you know, of love, of self-worth, of significance, anything that if you were without it, your life, you know, would basically be meaningless. This is an idol. This is an idol in your life. And idols can be anything you know idols can be people they can be your parents they can be just people in general if you're a people pleaser you know you always have to please you know you always have to keep people happy you always you know this is an idol this is something that's very this is something that you look to for your self-worth you know this is something that you look to for your significance you know for that feeling of you know i am enough or i am worthy and idols can be your spouse they can be um your friends right they can be your success they can be your beauty they can be your money anything can be an idol anything can be an idol and this is why god tells us to have no idols you know this is a commandment have no idols right have no other, you know, serve no other gods. These are commandments for a reason because anything you put above God, you know, anything you put above God, this is what you love. You know, this is what you you worship in a sense. You know, this is where you are getting your um salvation from, you know? Like I am saved because I have this thing. And the thing with codependent relationships is they're very unhealthy relationships. You know, a lot of times they are abusive or they cross the line into kind of abusive territory, even if they aren't like, even if they aren't outright abusive. But you're pouring yourself out. You, um, as the article, you know, on Very Well Mind said, you need to be needed. This person who was in your life, right, who are you are in a codependent relationship with, whoever that person is and however that looks, they're not happy unless you're meeting their needs. They're not happy unless they are essentially controlling you, right? And like that article said, they can vary in levels, right? Something can be very, very abusive, right? You can be in a very, very abusive, you know, romantic relationship, you can be in a very abusive relationship with your parent. And it's just kind of this thing of you pouring yourself out. You know, you're not receiving the love that you need, right? The love that you're looking for. Because the reason why we have idols in our lives is because we're looking for love. We're looking for something to give us what only God can give us. And we look to these things. We, you know, if you are a a perfectionist, right? If you're a perfectionist, you feel like, you know, I, you know, I am not worthy unless everything is, you know, everything is perfect. Unless I do everything perfectly, you know, I am not worthy. I am not loved. You're getting your sense of, of love and, and worth from being perfect, from doing things perfectly. This is an idol. Even in people who um, are very religious, you know, you're looking for that source of, of love, right, and self-worth from works. You know, I, I did this, I did that, you know, I do this in the church. Um, I did all of these things for God, you know. I brought all of these people to Christ. 
you know, I, I went out and did this, I went out and preached and went out and did this. And your self-worth and your identity is tied up in your work, right? Instead of in Christ. This is why God gives us real identity and true identity. He gives us a true self, you know? He gives us a true self, one that is not dependent on what we do or what we accomplish, but dependent on who he is. He gives us a true self. He gives us our true nature. He gives us our true identity. And then the Bible says, you know, that Christ is at the center of our identity. Now, what that means is that even if we don't, you know, even if we aren't the most intelligent person in the room, even if we aren't the most beautiful person in the room, even if we, you know, aren't the the most wealthy person in the room, you know, the most educated or, you know, the most successful or no matter if we have these things or not, or if somebody has this a little bit more than us, that doesn't affect the core of who we are. This is what you get when you put God first. When you put God first, there is no idol in your life. There is no other God in your life. There is only, there's only the one and only God right, that you are looking to for your self-worth, for your sense of significance, for your love. And this is what Jesus wants for us. He doesn't want us looking for these things in anything else. And I have to say that idols aren't inherently bad things, you know? There's nothing wrong with loving your spouse, you know, or your partner, right? There's nothing wrong with um, loving your children or wanting to do good in your, you know, at your job, you know, or in your career or wanting to be, you know, wanting, wanting to be successful in what you're doing. None of these things are bad, but when you put them above God, they become these ultimate things. And it's like, without this, I am nothing, And this is what happens in codependent relationships. You're in a relationship with someone, you know, I have to say because a lot of a lot of codependent relationships are very abusive and they come up a lot when those kind of relationships between a child and a parent or or between, you know, romantic partners, you know, whether they are spouses or, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend and you're having to, to pour yourself out. You know, you're having to pour yourself out because this person, you know, without this person's approval, you know, they're they're withholding something from you. You're looking for something in them and they're withholding it from you. You know, they're having you to meet all their needs. They're having you to um, do this and do that for them, you know, in abusive relationships, which I will not go into um, too deep in this time because I feel like that's that should be reserved for another episode to really go in depth about that um but in abusive relationships you know you have someone who is controlling you know they control you know the way that you see yourself they control you know they 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 um exhibit certain behaviors they say certain things they do certain things right that make you feel small that make you feel insignificant and and you're chained to that, you know? You're in a yoke with that. You're codependent, you know? You're dependent on this person for what you really cannot get from them. And 
this is why, you know, Jesus comes to free us. You know, he came to free us. He died for us. In Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What we are looking for, we are looking for rest, you know. And and that rest is really, it's a thing that basically that we believe, you know, and kind of what we hear that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what is happening outside of me. I am in Christ. I am approved by Christ, you know? So this is what it is with codependent relationships. They are very idolatrous. And you have the person, right, who is the taker. And this taker, right, is demanding that you, you know, fulfill all of their needs and their desires and their wants they're willing to control you in order to get that from you in order for you to fulfill something in them and in turn you pour out yourself and you you need to be needed you you give and you give of yourself to get something in return sometimes you know you you may have an idol of you know male affection and you're looking for that affection and and you're willing to pour and pour yourself out and it's like you know if i have male affection you know then i am loved then i am worthy then i am valuable if i have a man in my life who is telling me that i am i am beautiful or, or is desiring me like i need that now these things aren't bad things affection isn't a bad thing you know wanting to you know wanting to be reaffirmed that you are loved that you are valuable that you are beautiful these are not bad things but when it's an idol and you have this idol in your heart and this person that you are in relationship with you know is very abusive and controlling and they want you to fulfill everything in them now they are also looking for something that only Jesus can fill you know and they're telling you to pour yourself out for them they're telling you to pour yourself out for them. If it's between you and a parent, the parent is telling you to pour yourself out for them because the parent is empty. They're empty and that space in them, what they're looking for, only Jesus can fill. So you're more than a child to them. You know, you are this ultimate thing. And if you don't give them what they want, they get angry, they get abusive. These are what these behaviors come out of so if you're having to pour and pour yourself out and you're not getting you're not getting the love that you want you're not receiving the self-worth that you're really looking for they are also not receiving the love or the self-worth that they are looking for either but they are willing to control you in order for you to fulfill their needs. And it comes at a sacrifice for you because you are putting their needs above your own. You know, you're putting their feelings above your own. If they have certain behaviors or they do certain things that are just hurtful to you, you overlook them or you make excuses for them. You sacrifice yourself for them. 
and it's at your own detriment you're empty you're depleted you're not giving out of fullness you're not giving out of fullness you're not giving out of what is stored in you and this is why it is so harmful and so emotionally destructive to be in that kind of relationship so when we are pouring ourselves out really the only person who can pour themselves out right who has poured themselves out for us is jesus jesus poured himself out for you so you don't have to pour yourself out for anyone to get something in return so this is what the bible says in psalms 81 and i'm gonna read 6 through 10 it says i removed the burden from their shoulders their hands were set free from the basket In your distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you out of a thundercloud. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear me, my people, and I will warn you. If you would only listen to me, Israel. You shall have no foreign god among you. You shall not worship any other god than me. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. Now, when that says, you know, I remove the burden from your shoulders, this is the yoke. This is the yoke. This is the burden that is on us, that we are constantly trying to prove ourselves, prove ourselves to other people and seeking that love and affection, right? That sense of worth, that sense of value, that sense of, you know, I am enough, you know, that I am lovable. We are looking to people for that, you know, whatever the idol may be. In the case of codependent relationships, it's people. You're looking to these people, right? You're looking to this parent for that. And it is a weariness. Now God says, open wide your mouth and I will fill it. And what that means is that God fills us with good things. He fills us with wisdom. He fills us with knowledge, you know, so that we will know who we truly are that we have worth, that we are loved by him. Even though we fell away, even though we were sinners, we are still loved by him. We will always be loved by him. Everything that we look for, everything that is is an idol, right? In this passage, it says, you shall have no foreign god among you. You know, foreign gods, counterfeit gods, they're not real things that can give you what God can give you. Idols can't give you what God can give you. And when you are in a codependent relationship with someone, you are looking for something from them that only God can give, right? And they're not giving it. A healthy relationship is going to reaffirm what God already says about you in in a godly relationship. For example, a godly marriage, right? A covenant marriage is made up of two people who are secure in their relationship with Christ, who God is first in their lives. And so that they can love their spouse the way that they're supposed to love them. You know, we can't really love others the way that we're supposed to love them when we have idols in our hearts, when God is not first in our lives. And idols are in the heart for a reason. Your heart is the center of your life. Your heart is where your affections flow from. It is where the issues of your life 
flow from you know whatever is in your heart it's gonna affect you so if your children are an idol in your heart if if they do something wrong you know or they do something you don't like it affects you to a degree that it shouldn't affect you you know because god is not at the center of your life you know because christ is not at the center of your heart you know you have this idol instead So that is what these relationships are. This is what codependency really is. It's an ungodly yoke. It's an ungodly yoke. You're sacrificing yourself. You're pouring yourself out. And we can learn so much from Jesus and his life on earth. You know, he poured himself out for us. He poured himself out for us. We don't need to pour ourselves out for anyone. He gives us everything that we need. We don't need to sacrifice ourselves. This whole thing of being in this yoke and you're kind of just being dragged, you're weary, you're burdened. This is not what Jesus has for you. This is not what Jesus wants for you. These kind of relationships that are codependent are unhealthy. And the reason they stay the way they are is because you need to know your identity in Christ. I hope you enjoyed listening and until next time.